Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Back to the program. I am Lee Lonsberry. This is Live Mike. You're listening to episode four. Very proud. We've made it into week two. Episode four. We were talking this segment about something called Safe UT. It's an app. Uh, here's how this all came together, a little behind the scenes. Producer Amy and I, we work together to come up with content for the program. We uh, evaluate different stories and uh, read headlines and go through press releases and reach out to contacts of our own. And at the end of the day, just before the show starts, we come up with a rundown and that rundown is filled with content. And it was uh, late last week that Amy had said to me, she said, hey, how about this? Uh, I'm aware of this app. And immediately I thought, but I'm like kind of getting old and I don't, I don't know about an app. Uh, and she said, no, no, no. You see this app, it, uh, it helps kids stay safe. And I said, well, I, I, you know, I have a baby, but she's only, she's like five weeks. So she doesn't use apps yet. I don't know. It took some working, uh, but she did. She was uh, tenacious about it and convinced me that this was a story worth uh, covering here on this program. So we, on this segment and the next segment, will be talking about an app. It's called Safe UT, and it is uh, led, the project facilitator is named Will Levitt. He's in studio with us right now. Uh, Will, first, thanks for being here in studio on episode four episode of four. Live Mike. I love it. Uh, right into the mic. Oh, yeah. uh, tell, us, tell us what is Safe UT. So Safety T, uh, really in the simplest way to put it, is an app that both the state legislature and the University of Utah came together to create in order to offer 24-7, 365 access to master's level clinicians for our students. Originally, it was for K-12 through students. We've since expanded that into parents and educators as well as our state-funded higher ed and technical colleges. I had a conversation uh, earlier this morning with Utah State Senator Dan Thatcher. Oh, yeah. He, uh, a while ago, it was brought to his attention that there was a great need. Uh, A friend of his had a child who uh, came to dad and said, hey, dad, I uh, am thinking about hurting myself. And so dad uh, immediately scooped up his boy and took him to the the emergency room. The instructions there were to, you know, why don't you find someone, you know, find a head shrinker type and uh, maybe get some help. Well, uh, you know, dad said, I don't know where... What number do I, who do I, anyways, from that experience that uh, Senator Thatcher uh, took on this effort, we need to create a way for children who are facing uh, either, you know, bad thoughts or are the victims of something in school or wherever. They need to have uh, instant and ready and around the clock uh, access to this help. And this app uh, uh, allows for that. Where can folks find this app? So it's completely free to download. It's completely free to use. And you can find it on the App Store the Google Play Store, you just search Safe UT, one word, pops right up, you hit download. Once you download it, 
you can, if you're a student, you can select primary ed student, higher ed student, or parent, guardian, or educator. And then you're immediately sent on to our homepage where students can chat with us 24-7. It's like every text conversation they've ever had. They can call us directly or they can also submit school safety tips. And that's anything from acts of kindness to bullying to weapons to planned school attacks. And all of those tips immediately get sent on to our crisis workers who are all master's level and then forwarded on to the school contacts so that they can investigate and follow up and make sure that these kids are safe. When producer Amy and I were back and forth about this, uh, one of the questions I ask is uh, when she presents me you know, some sort of story or topic for the show, I'll say, uh, well, what, uh, what's its relevance today? What's, what's new about this? And she said, well, now it's it has been uh, presented to every school and to every yeah. student here in the state of Utah. Yeah, we're in 100% of public high schools, 100% of public middle schools. Um, we're missing about 111 elementary schools, but those are coming on board. Uh, we're in now we're in 91% of charter schools, about 40% of privates. And every single day, my colleague and I are adding more schools. It's completely voluntary for the schools to enroll. It's free. We provide marketing materials. We'll go out and do assemblies and staff trainings or whatever they may need. I, uh, I used to work for the government. I know that oftentimes when the government gets involved uh, and says we are qualified to solve this problem, oftentimes things go wrong and uh, it's not done so efficiently and there are hiccups and glitches. Uh, but that doesn't seem to be the case uh, with Safe UT, this app. I, After Amy brought it to my attention, I simply typed in Safe UT into a Google News search just to see if anyone else was covering it yep. or anything. And what came up is uh, from this outlet called Mash Viral. In our opinion, save lives. Uh, Cash Valley Daily says uh, a violent threat diffused at Skyview High School. That's thanks to Safe uh, UT. Uh, later on, I see a student shows off gun at Springville High. How did police know about that? It was thanks to Safe yeah. UT. I also have uh, here, this is your annual report from, from last year. How, uh, how has this gone? What, what successes have you seen so far? I mean, the successes that we've seen have been really um, innumerable. I mean, anything from, you know, saving lives from students who are actively suicidal and us being able to do, you know, um, wellness checks on them to stopping um, potential school attacks. I mean, I have a story where we had a student who went on Snapchat and basically posted videos showing weapons and explosives. So we worked with the school's principal. We got the student's address. They went in and they actually found 18 pipe bombs, various forms of completion. Some he had made, some he was working on, some he had the materials for, as well as multiple handguns, semi-automatic rifle, tons of ammo. And this was a student who had a date planned and he was going to follow through with it. But because students knew about the app and submitted multiple tips about this one instance, we were able to go and intervene and stop that kid before... You know, he made a completely regrettable dis- uh, mistake. We're speaking with Will Levitt. He's the project facilitator for Safe UT. This is an app available to all students at, uh, at all levels mm-hmm. here in the state of Utah to report anything that could be of a uh, threat to themselves or others. Uh, when, when Amy and I were talking about this first, I, I thought to myself, uh, well, I, I know have for a while i've been following like cdc uh, statistics fbi crime stats and the the threat of school shootings uh is 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 less than what you might suppose when you're watching the headlines statistically it is something that you will never face statistically you will never find yourself uh looking down the barrel of a gun in a school shooting uh, scenario and but for those instances where 
maybe something is on the horizon, uh, this, this tool uh, has prevented those minuscule uh, statistical uh, anomalies. Yes. Yeah. And what's great, I mean, you know, there was a FBI study that I believe it said 81% of school shooters left a footprint. And that study was done, I want to say, 2001 to 2003. Since then, with the advent of social media, my guess is that number has gone up. But because of Safe UT and kids knowing about it and feeling comfortable reporting on it, they now are able to kind of prevent these instances from happening, whether or not that child was actually going to go through with it. You know, if they weren't, that's great. But we need to make sure that that child gets the help that they need and gets into, you know, programs or, or school, you know, programs, counseling, whatever they may need in that moment to make sure that themselves and the other students are safe. When the bosses here at KSL gave me this show, uh, the, the understanding that we, it, the understanding was that it was going to be about uh, fast-paced uh, political events that we were going to take <laughs> the current events of the day and, and cover them, and I would be uh, excited and energetic, yeah. and I would share my opinions. Uh, th- this, though, we are talking about a serious and somber topic. Yeah. I will both apologize uh, for that to the bosses, but offer no <laughs> apology to the listeners because uh, I, I, I've got a new lens through which I see the world. Uh, I about six weeks ago became a dad. Congratulations. Uh, thank you so much. Yes. Uh, my little baby girl will be in a classroom uh, pretty soon. And to know, for me, that there is a, a resource available to her and to those around her to make, even though the threat is so minuscule, like I pointed out. And I'm, I'm, I'm one of those that focuses on the on the numbers. Uh, I you heard last segment that I uh, am an enthusiast of the Second Amendment. Mm-hmm. We had Clark Apotion with the Utah Shooting Sports Council here. He He's talked, great. He, yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, he brought up a statistic about uh, about suicide and handguns here uh, in this studio, and I believe that this app here uh, could have an impact on those unfortunate numbers. Yeah. And so I, I'm, I'm not ashamed to, to, to have this somber conversation, and what's more, I'm not ashamed to, to, to continue on to the next segment. We're going to have the Utah Attorney General speak with us. Uh, this, th- this program has extended not just to schools, but now to the National Guard. We're going to learn uh, about what resources are available to National Guardsmen, where we know the, the, the military faces uh, certain unfortunate realities in terms of suicide statistics. Are you able to, and I'm sorry I didn't ask you this earlier, oh, sure. are, are you involved in the in the, the, the National Guard's efforts here? Yes. Well, yeah. Okay, please, t- tell us what's what's new on that front. So, so this is a pretty amazing thing that's come about, and it really is a, a partnership between Safe UT and the National Guard. The National Guard came to us because they saw the successes that we've seen with Safe UT and said, we need to do something similar for our active members, their family, the civilian personnel. So working hand-in-hand, we actually created Safe UT NG. It's all one word. And that's specifically made for National Guard members, the active members, the civilian personnel, their family members, where it offers them the same thing. They can chat with us, they can call us 24-7, and they can submit uh, confidential tips to their crisis response teams. Will Levitt, the project facilitator with Safe UT, uh, has been our guest. I'm grateful to you, sir, for being here in Thank studio. You. I'm grateful for the work that you've done. Uh, and as, as I don't know, this might sound sappy, but uh, but you are saving lives. Thank you. In my estimation. Thank you for your work. Keep it up. And as this develops, and if you ever need help getting the word out further, oh, yes. uh, please call it. Call our number. Uh, this is Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Next up, Utah Attorney General Sean Reyes. KSL FM Midvale, KSL Salt Lake City, KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. 
It's 2 o'clock at Utah's news station. I'm Lindsay Ertz, KSL's top local story this hour. Salt Lake County will now require anyone buying a firearm at a gun show to undergo a background check. Mayor Jenny Wilson says that goes for a sale from a licensed dealer or private seller. The risk of a private transaction resulting in the sale of a firearm to someone with a violent criminal record or his... Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Grateful to you for tuning in. This is episode four. Last segment and this, we've been talking about something called Safe UT and Safe uh, UT and G. Uh, they're a pair of apps which allow resources both to Utah's school children and also now members of the Utah Army National Guard. The project facilitator is a gentleman named Will Levitt. He joins us in studio. And now on the phone, we're also joined by Utah Attorney General Sean Reyes. Mr. Reyes, sir, how are you? Hi, Lee. I'm doing great. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, so you and I, uh, we go back a, a little ways. Uh, the first time, though, speaking to one another uh, under these circumstances. So I'm grateful to you for joining the program here early on, episode four. Uh, I apologized earlier to the bosses here at KSL. They said to me uh, when when they gave me the show, they said, listen, we want you to be talking about uh, you know the current events of the day, uh, the hard-hitting stuff. Uh, I, I bring some expertise from, from Washington. And uh, uh, this, though, this topic is... Uh, in its heart, a somber one. There are, are children and members of the military around the state of Utah that occasionally find themselves in great distress, uh, both at their own hand and uh, sometimes at the hands of others. And uh, together with a group of important folks, you, sir, uh, have made resources available to to carry out this Safe Utah pro- project. Could you t- tell us, sir, w- what is it and why are you behind it? Thanks, Lee. And first of all, welcome back to Utah. And also, uh, let me take my hat off to Will Levitt and all of the members of the Safe UT Commission um, and the team, all the stakeholders, because this has really been a community effort to try to raise awareness about mental and behavioral health challenges and issues, including things like addiction um, and many other types of challenges, depression that manifest themselves at times too often in suicide ideation and um, many of us have been working on this for for years when I first came in in 2013 um, started to try to understand what it was that was taking so many of our young people's lives and um, we started to develop the Safe UT app then it debuted in 2015 and I've got to say because of people like Will Levitt and many others Daniel Thatcher, Senator um, Thatcher, um, Representative Ellison and so many others um, we have been called out by the White House in a positive way to highlight Safe UT as an exemplar for other states. We have hosted numerous states that have come here trying to copy the template of what Safe UT does. And in short, it melds on a safe, um, on a smartphone app in a very safe environment, which, um, is anonymous, um, to the person who's reporting. They can report about the crisis that's happening around them when someone that they love is involved or they can report about themselves. Um, they might be cutting or they might be involved in any number of different crises that uh, endangers their lives. And on the other end, and this is the secret sauce, instead of just having uh, an answering machine or somebody um, from law enforcement who wants to help but isn't particularly well-equipped to dispatch her, it goes directly to Uni um, Neuropsychiatric Institute with trained world expert mental behavioral health um, professionals who are able to engage right away and help people um, get the assistance and the connection and the validation that they need. And it's saved so many lives already. And uh, again, Congress has brought us out back to D.C. to help 
um, other states and, and, and municipalities be able to see the, the the efficaciousness of this, the effectiveness, and, and again, this is one of the, the the most rewarding things that I've been around in terms of public service. So that's the Safe UT app, and then now we have this new evolution for the NG National Guard part of it. In the last segment, I told Will that uh, while working in preparation for today's program uh, with producer Amy, I, she said, you have to check out the Safe UT thing. It's, it's fascinating. It's a wonderful service, a wonderful product, a wonderful thing uh, in the lives of Utah school children. I will embarrassingly admit I had not yet heard of it. Uh, I, don't, I don't have children yet in school myself, so maybe that gives me an excuse. But I had not yet heard of it, and so I just uh, sat down at Google. I typed in Safe UT, and up popped uh, uh, this headline from Cash Valley Daily. It says, Violent Threat Diffused at Skyview High School, including the article as reference to the Safe UT app. Uh, later on down, it says, Student Shows Off Gun at Springville High. Within the article, reference made to the Safe UT app. Uh, in the list, uh, it goes on. Here's a coach uh, accused of some inappropriate activity alerted uh, authorities by uh, the Safe UT mobile app. Here's a, a KSL article from a month ago referencing a drop in uh, suicide rates, referencing the Safe UT app. You, sir, are the chief law enforcement officer in the state. How is it that you become involved in this effort and standing behind this commission? Well, and while I answer that question, uh, let me underscore what you just pointed out. This app has been a lifesaver, not just an intervention in school environments. It has helped us in hundreds of instances be able to get resources uh, to young people before they act out violently to hurt themselves or others. It has been a tremendous tool in our fight against the opioid epidemic for people to be able to get resources like Gen Plum and Utah Naloxone there to deploy Naloxone and other um, sorely needed resources to help people who are struggling in the cycle of addiction. And in, in my role as chief law enforcement officer and trying to protect the citizens of the state, it's not just traditional law enforcement. This is a this is an area where law enforcement has evolved to become more and more proactive in working with the mental behavioral health community, the treatment and recovery center. So it's not just about locking people up who have issues or problems or challenges. And certainly as you're focused now on the National Guard, I want to pivot there just for a second because I know our time is limited. This debuted with high school students and we have almost 100% adoption throughout the state of Utah with high schools um, where parents and students have downloaded this life-saving app. And then we went to a higher education and that was another evolution for us to be able to get it into the higher education community into the hands of people with so many reports about date rapes and so many reports about other types of abuse and again victims who need somewhere to turn to and feel like they don't have a place to go this is that um that place that they can reach out to and then now with so many of our service men and women who give and sacrifice an incredible amount um, to protect our nation, they are suffering disproportionately from mental behavioral health challenges, and we wanted a way to help reach out directly to that community. So in partnership with UNI and the National Guard, using the same template that we've used for high schools and higher ed, we're deploying now this life-saving tools for service men and women. Right now in the National Guard, it hasn't yet expanded out to every vet. That's our hope someday because we lose, um, you know, more than a dozen a day. Some numbers say as many as 20 or 29 vets every single day in the United States, lives lost to death by suicide. 
it's far too many, and so much of that is because we're not getting them these needed resources to help them deal with PTSD, to help them deal with the aftermath of combat, um, where they where they feel so connected to their unit and they feel like they're fighting for something greater than themselves, and then they come home and feel lost and disconnected and don't have resources and a support network. That's what this is all about. We want to eliminate shame and judgment. We want to get resources into their hands to raise awareness and bring the whole community together to help lift these heroes. And so I'm so excited that we're finally getting into the hands of servicemen and women, a resource like this that will save lives. And I take my hat off to the National Guard um, locally here, um, General Burton and, and right. many others who've worked uh, on this. Right. It's, it's an amazing resource. Utah Attorney General Sean Reyes, I'm grateful to you for waning. I'm grateful uh, to you more so for getting behind this incredible effort led by Project Facilitator Will Levitt. Uh, the app is Safe UT. Uh, if you remember the Utah Army National Guard, there's a resource available to you as well. That's Safe UT AG. Go on to the, if I get this right, Will, or if I get this wrong, correct me. Uh, you can find this uh, on the App Store. If you're an iPhone person, if you're in the Android world, you have your own App Store. Safe UT will get you there. Yep, Safe UT. Or if you're looking for the National Guard, it's Safe UT NG, all one word. It's completely free to download, completely free to use. You jump right on App Store or the Google Play Store. And it's Air and Army National Guard as well. Outstanding. Sean Reyes, Will Levin, I'm grateful to both of you for joining us. Uh, this program is important. I hope folks take advantage of it and it continues uh, to do the good work it's doing. In our next segment, we're going to talk about this tax bill again. It's the tax referendum now. There is a former legislator who claims he has the numbers uh, to get this on the ballot. Uh, I'm going to take a look at that uh, and we're going to see if I agree with his assertions uh, next here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. Do you have dry, uncomfortable eyes? If so, you are not alone. Dry eye disease is a very real medical condition that affects nearly... I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.